Hello, hello, hello. This is Ninja of Another Color Podcast. Today is May 15th, uh, episode 4. How can you get fired on your day off? Let's get it. right we're available on google podcast or wherever get your podcast available to you rate us review us uh give some stars let us know how you how we feel how we doing so we can get make this another one podcast in america uh first story is what china is going to ban marvel studio marvel films in the country they they messed up by giving uh, Shang-Chi they gave him a, a not uh, what's the word I'm looking for not so friendly villain they might rewrite the story of Shang-Chi so it can be hit that market because they want to get that market of China and get all the benefits of benefits of that market because it's a billion people and Marvel wants to get their foothold in there and get it quick so I don't understand why they are not why would they write a story with a a Fu Manchu kind of derogatory derogatory uh, I say villain yeah villain is the is the word yeah i don't understand why they would do that so more to come i think they're gonna go ahead and uh change that in the coming future our next cheering in the press box um is this a bad thing is this a unwritten rule that they that they adhere to in in the media where you can't cheer for the home team or the other team while you're in the press box uh, I don't know I guess cheering in the press box is not a, a major faux pas and if I was in the press box and the Braves are playing or the Falcons playing yep I was definitely cheering for the Braves so 
let's let's see what's up with that. That's kind of an unwritten rule. You're not supposed to cheer in the press box. Oh. Next subject: NBA playing games. We might end up with what? Steph and LeBron in the playing tournament, which starts. Uh, I think it starts tomorrow. No, seventeenth, probably Monday or Tuesday. Because the last game of the season is on Tuesday. So, how do you feel about LeBron and the Lakers? And it's Dame, LeBron, Steph, and Ja in the playing scenario. Does this make Utah's chances better? And let's see how they. This should make. I think Raiders will go up because of that. And for some reason, they don't want to. LeBron making a big faux pas about them not having them not having a, a playing game because he's in the playing game. So we're gonna see. Should be exciting. Uh, our next topic is mock drafts. Hmm. Football scene is vastly approaching. So who do you? Think it'll be the number one mock draft pick this year. Is it going to be coming off an injury? Uh, what's his name from Carolina, the running back? I think I think it's him. But I think it's going to be um, that's the thing. Two running backs are coming off of of I think knee surgeries. McCaffrey and Barkley. Are they going to be the number one? Running backs off the board? Who was the number one running back last year? King Henry. King Henry was number one. I think King Henry is going to be number one. Then you're going to get... Is Aaron Rodgers going to be in the... Going to be drafted? Hmm. He's messing with the NFL's money. They don't understand it, but he's really messing with the NFL's money. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who's going to be... Quarterbacks. We got. Is Justin Fields going to start? Is Trey Lance going to start? Those are your third and fourth round guys. Um, Julio in Atlanta. Uh, that's kind of crazy. And Kyle Pitts. Fantasy, fantasy stud this year. Uh, I say if. If Atlanta fixes it, have a good offensive line, we'll have what? Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, um, Ridley. I I really think they should go, go get Todd Gurley, in a spring role like what he did last year. That offense will be Titanic. Even um. The backup tight end, the two tight end set with um, ah, he's on my team and forgets his name, but they didn't resign him. But that'll be crazy. I wish they they would go get Todd Gurley. And fantasy would be what? Fantasy is gonna be crazy this year. Got new quarterbacks, new receivers, and. Mahomes, offensive line, another one, another stud. 
And the crazy thing about it is that fantasies, fantasies are right on the corner. A mini camp is up. Let's see what these guys are gonna do. And the only thing that I that might that might I don't think would be Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady a a good fantasy quarterback? I don't think he is. Because they're going to be run heavy. How is New Orleans going to figure out what to do? And got a lot of mess going on with fantasy. We'll, we do our mock drafts. Let's see. Moving to basketball, the Knicks, the Knicks were out. They're in the playoffs for the first time since 2013. They might be the sixth seed, they might be the fourth seed they won today. Uh, let's see how it shakes out. And our next topic is what? The Atlanta Braves. Yes, my Atlanta Braves have not got over 500 yet. Swing and a high fly ball, right center field, headed to the bullpen, Pablo! Yep, the Atlanta Braves came back on the Phillies, but they got swept. They totally got swept by, swept by the Blue Jays. That's just crazy. The bullpen blew leads. Really, the bullpen just blew a lot of leads in that series. And I don't understand why we what happened between last year and they did they did um, sign green and he I don't know if he's back Martin is back already, so yeah, Martin's back. The bench is going crazy, and we gotta we gotta get Cunha back from injury. I think he's gonna sit out this series with. Uh, Brewers, and he did this. Yes, that was his eleventh home run of the season, and he was he was he was on fire. But again, they still got swept in that season, uh, that series six. Six losses to six losses to the Blue Jays. It really pisses me off because we could have won those series if our bullpen just just held, just held, just held them, just held them to what two three runs, and we would have been absolutely. 
great. He would have been great and I just don't understand why. And Acuna did this. Swing and a high towering fly ball crushed to left by Acuna. If it's fair, it's gone. He admires that one as it lands in the Hank Aaron Terrace. And that was number 12, folks. Yes, number 12. He hit it a ton. A ton. Uh, back to the Braves. Uh, yesterday was a good game. And we have highlights from that. Five walks through two and two thirds. Right back up the middle, off the pitcher's leg and into center field. That's going to score one. Here comes Osuna around. He will score standing up. And the Braves have taken the lead. Austin Riley is two for two. And the Braves cash in those first two walks of the inning. It's now 2-1 Atlanta. Well, he said it. Walks will kill you. So now Ender will come to the plate. Base is loaded again. 64 pitches, not through three innings yet. Very uncharacteristic of Adrian tonight. Swing and miss. He got him. Braves lead. I'm really pulling for Ender, man, because this is last year. I think this is last year with the Braves, and he needs to have a good season. Pache's, Pache's on the inches list. So they do and pull a plug on Hauser. Eric Lauer. Up and one down here in the fourth. Here's Adrianza. Hey, called strike three. Lauer hit the edge. Yeah, Pache's on the injured list with hamstring. Ronald's uh, on the injured list with a hamstring, and he just needs to ball out. Again, I pull for him. I pull for Camargo because I think those guys are, are Braves through and through, and we need to resign um, Freddie. Uh, back to the highlights. Chased it and 
Mets finally has qualified for the win. Five innings of one run ball, and the Braves lead 4-1. The Brewers have of inning number six. Lorenzo Cain leads things off. Swing on a fly ball in the left center. Get out, baby, in the gap. It'll be a long single for Lorenzo Cain, but there's a start to the inning. First hit since the second inning. Two on. Travis Shaw is the batter. And on the ground. Might be two. There's one. Gansby the turn, and Smiley with his 98th pitch gets two for the price of one and sends us to the seventh with a three-run lead. And the Braves have him at the corners here to start the seventh inning. One down here in the seventh inning. That'll put the bat in the hands of Dansby Swanson. But is on, and it's pushed toward first. There'll be no play at the plate. The throw to first is in time, and Dansby and the Braves execute that perfectly. Freddie Freeman comes home. Ryan Snickers Braves now lead 5-1. to one. So two down, 5-1 Braves. And the 1-1, Riley caught it short. Urias goes up the ladder to make the play. That's a big one. That would have delivered a run for Atlanta. To the bottom half of the seventh inning, Luis Urias hitting against the new pitcher, Jacob Webb. He is hit high in the air toward right center field. Ender on the run to the track at the wall. Leaves and he makes the catch up against the fence. We've seen Ender do that in years past. Welcome back, Ender Inciarte. Terrific catch. And took away an extra base hit from Urias. Contreras with a triple to lead off the eighth inning. The Braves try to add on in the late innings. Popped up by Inciarte down the left field line. That falls inside the chalk. That will score Contreras. Inciarte with a bloop single down the left field line to drive in Contreras and extend the margin to 6-1 to one Atlanta. That'll be a wild pitch. Kane goes to second, and here's Taylor, who is 0 for 3. Taylor on the ground. Kane caught in a rundown. That is... And he missed it, and Kane's going to be safe. Oh, man. That is a huge break. Talking about getting out of a pickle. That is a bad base-running move by Kane. He knows better, but it all ends well. Take this one to the ninth inning. Josh Tomlin is the new pitcher for Atlanta. Luis Urias will lead things off against him. Swinging and a fly ball hit to center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here! It is gone! Yeah. Tomlin came in and gave up a home run. It looks like we're going to fall back into our bad habits of giving up runs late. But... I guess, and we're gonna go back. For the series win today in about 30 minutes. Uh, breaking news! Breaking news! Guess who signed with the LA Dodgers? That's right, 
Albert Pujols. Pujols is now a Dodger. Is that surprising? Not at all. And I don't know the details of it, but yes, he is a Dodger. Uh, the rich just get richer, I see. And uh, let's see how that works out. Yeah, yesterday, the yep, the Braves won six to three. Junior hit a home run. Ozzy hit a home run. It's a awesome way to start the series. Okay, we're gonna go a little bit to. I'm gonna go back. We're gonna talk about the NFL schedule. And according to, I guess, Pro Football Focus. Football focus that uh, bottom four teams. Well, the easy schedules are the Buccaneers are 29th, the Falcons are 30th, Cowboys, and the Eagles. And uh, for toughest schedules are the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bears, and the Packers. So let's go over the Falcon schedule. Let's see how we're doing this. Okay, week one, we, we play the Eagles. I think that's a win. Week two, we're at Tampa in September. It's a little bit cold. I think still finding out, still offenses are still ahead of the defense. So I think that a loss. And then we will, we got the Giants at the Giants. I think that's a win. Uh, the Washington football team. In Atlanta, I think that's a win. We go to London on the 10th, and we play the Jets. I think that's a win. Uh, I think our bye is way too early. It's in week six, because remember, there's 17 games. And then we go to Miami. The last time we went to Miami, I think we lost. So hopefully we we get a win, but I think that's a loss. Then we come home to the Panthers, which I think that's a win. I think we're going to beat the Saints in Week 9 in New Orleans. Then we go up against Dan Quinn. Predictable defense, I think that's a win. As long as our defense is good. When the Patriots are here, I think that's a win. I think Jacksonville's coming. New team, that's a win. The Bucks are here, and we're going to split with them, so that's a win. Again, we beat Carolina last year in Carolina, so I think that's a win, so we sweep them. Then we play the 49ers in um, San Francisco. Um, it came down to the wire the last time we were there with Julio. If Julio is there, I think we win, but if not, I think that's a loss. Then we play rebuilding Detroit. That's a win. And uh, Buffalo in January. A run game. I think that's a win. 
and New Orleans. I think we sweep the New Orleans Saints. That's a win. So one, two, three. So fourteen and three. I think if with health and we have Julio, I think we can go fourteen and three. I really do. I think we can go fourteen and three. Not blowing anything up. And the key is keeping Julio. He is the key. Him and the offensive line. We're going to be vastly improved this year. I really think we're going to be improved this year. And fingers crossed. No injuries. Yep, 14 and 3. Yes, call me a homer. Call me whatever you want. 14 and 3. And at the other end of the spectrum, if they trade Julio. 10 and 7 and 10. It's just insane that we would trade Julio and get a pick and you can't even you can't even yeah he gets injured but that's production that, that's a threat so I understand so let's take a commercial break to get our final story and we are back that's right this is the Ninjas of Another Color podcast. Rate us, review us, uh, Google, Google, Google Podcasts, and where you get your podcasts. Uh, right now, we're going to go to our main story. Portia Williams is engaged to somebody else's dude. Um, is this something we're doing right now? So, go ahead and take a listen. Is ready to walk down the aisle. Bring it on, I'm ready. And her fiance might look a little familiar to Real Housewives of Atlanta fans. On Monday, the Bravo reality star confirmed that she was in a relationship with Simon Guabadia, the ex of Portia's co-star Fallon, posting this snap to Instagram alongside the caption, quote, our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to its fullest. I was just super excited to get out here and be able to have a good time. And while she stopped short of announcing her engagement, Simon later confirmed the two are set to tie the knot after a month of dating, sharing this snap on Instagram alongside a lengthy caption that read in part, quote, I asked her to marry me because we checked all of each other's boxes, and then some. He also shared a snap of the ring, and it's huge. The CEO of Rare Carrot tells ET, the emerald-shaped diamond appears to be about 12 carats and estimates it's worth about $750,000. Thank you so much. Romance rumors linking Portia and Simon reached a fever pitch on Sunday when the reality star shared snapshots from a festive Mother's Day gathering with Simon and her ex-fiance, Dennis McKinley. And in one pick, Portia is rocking that big old sparkler on her ring finger. Simon's estranged wife, Fallon, announced their split after two years of marriage last month. 
At the time, the reality star took to her Insta story, writing that the quote, mutual decision was not made lightly. And she and Simon are deeply thankful for the impact they have made in each other's lives, as well as the bonds they formed with each other's children. Fallon has three kids from a previous relationship, while Simon has four children of his own. And in Portia's post, she breaks down the specifics of her romantic timeline with Simon, stressing that their relationship is completely unrelated to Fallon and Simon's divorce. Quote, I get the optics, but Simon filed for divorce from a previous marriage in January. I had nothing to do with their divorce filing. That's between the two of them. She added, quote, Fallon and I are not friends, and Simon's divorce has been settled. Our relationship is a positive, loving step forward in everybody's lives. And while the 39-year-old TV personality says the two are not friends, when Fallon was first introduced on the hit reality show, she was billed as Portia's friend. And when news of Portia's engagement to Simon broke, some Bravo celebrities were quick to weigh in. Real Housewives of Atlanta alum Nene Leakes tweeted, quote, So this the man that was on the show with that girl? Oh, shit. now I see what y'all saying. Ouch. Meanwhile, Married to Medicine star Contessa Metcalf posted this message to Instagram, quote, Reevaluating all my friendships. Y'all just... Okay. I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I really don't get it that that you went after your dudes well your co workers dude and he just is wrong for for asking to marry her after 30 days this is just my opinion my opinion and that was courtesy of E.T. that I really don't watch I don't watch that kind of stuff it just popped up on my I guess timeline because I guess what was I watching Breakfast Club no no not Breakfast Club Charlemagne Charlemagne's um Charlene's podcast and it came up and I was like, really? That's how we doing this stuff? But hey, it is what it is. I just don't understand why. But love who you love. If it comes to that way, you you went after some dudes, some dude that you saw at work and it just happened to work out that way. I guess it just happen to work out that way and I don't understand I don't understand why why people why people making a big deal about it
is that dude likes to to spend spend the e-ash I guess so and good luck to them and I hope whatever they they do I hope they do it but the father of a child was like he up there smiling in that picture was like I tried to marry you but you with that dude that dude to my kid and it looks kind of funny but whatever it is man if if that's what they want to do that's what they want to do let's take a commercial break and we're back this is uh another ninjas with another color podcast read us review us at google podcast and for a i guess a side note special story the joe button podcast um i was listening to the breakfast club on youtube and i heard this make the cut is this joe button podcast so i saw a lot of people talking about this on social media i guess He's the podcast right was posted and then taken down and here is what we were able to recover thus far y'all go get the advertiser and the integration hey we talk about these deals all the time you bring it you eat different i bring it i eat different you ain't brought and got the nerve to have y'all representation and ain't been around in six years hit ian phone we gonna do this since rory feels like he has so many options here rory you are in breach of your contract and from this point forward, you are fired, wow. and you're not welcome back. How can you fire somebody on on radio, man? Like, again, I ain't in the inner workings of that, so. And they said they did take it down, but I saw they posted something this week. I think it's three hours long, but I haven't listened to it. But. They've been having troubles, but it was one of my favorite podcasts. But if you with your boys and your boys asking about money, money can't get in with our friendships, man. I hopefully I hope they work it out because it looks like they had a, a strong crew, and it's just insane. And with that. This has been another Ninjas of Another Pod, Ninjas of Another Color Podcast. Rate us, review us, uh, Google Podcast. And we're going out on this note.